Hey guys, it's your girl Nova Kane here from No Empty Hands. And yes, I am here with a message. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it is the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. First, it's free. Yes, I said it, free, the F word. And there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. How convenient is that? I mean, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you as well, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many, many more. You can also make money from your podcast with Anchor. There is no listenership or any minimal listenership that you have to have to make money so i mean come on now free and it can make you money it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place download the free anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today i mean come on nova can't said it hey coco hey nova Kane. What's up, girl? Another great week. Another great week. What is today? Is this Monday? It is yeah. Monday. Happy is Monday. Monday. Happy Monday <laughs> to you too, friends. I mean, the days are just running together. It just seems so crazy with all just the craziness, you know, that's going on in the world today. You know, I'm pretty sure, you know, let's give our little social hour minute so to speak and um you know i know that you heard about um the plane crash um that um happened with uh kobe bryant his daughter and there were several other people um that i guess were um close friends of his and um and um played in the um same basketball team as his daughter so there were about nine people that died in that plane crash so my um, you know, prayers and thoughts go out to all the families that, uh, you know, lost their loved ones yesterday in that um, horrific uh, helicopter crash. Most definitely. Um, that was absolutely shocking news yesterday. And everywhere I went, it was just people were devastated about the loss of Kobe Bryant and his daughter. Um, And the people who were devastated and touched by it, it's, it's sad that sometimes for us to appreciate people, it has to be through a tragedy or a loss. Um, Also, I would like to, you know, send condolences out to the other seven, um, people who were on the flight you know we hear a lot about Kobe and his daughter but there were also other people who were on the flight as well and their families are also in grieving and they also need thoughts and prayers as well so let's not forget the other passengers on that plane and let's not let a tragedy take place to appreciate people on a daily basis as we should Absolutely. And that is a perfect segue into our topic of today, which is death to the ego, right? Um, And as I contemplate this world, I just see that our world is so controlled by the ego force. 
it's not controlled by God for us. It's not controlled by anything but our own ego. And it's so selfish. And you can see that in our society. Um, it is so decadent. It is, it is a, it is like a soulless city. Like, you know, when you think about when I go in and I see and everyone's so angry and everyone just, you know, mad at the other person and, and, and life just isn't um, considered precious. And it's so, you know, it, it, it's like expendable, ought to speak. And it's just like, it's just a wicked nature and everyone's lying and there's so much perverted activity presently going on in our world. And, you know, you're talking about the human sex trafficking and, and the, uh, the, uh, the pedophiles that's coming after our poor children and failing school systems. And the, um, you know, all of this, you know, has to do with this ego, right, of wanting, you know, to have power over something or someone outside of your own self. And instead of, you know, um, being in a in a loving spirit, as we're encouraged to do by God himself, you know, be in loving spirit, treat everyone like how you want to be treated. That's really a uh, a um, uh, a introspective look at how one thinks about themselves is what they project um, in the world. And I think the ego has really um, expanded um, and it needs to be killed and everyone needs to be humbled. And, you know, the personality that the ego creates in every individual, you know, I feel like we need to take a step back and really understand you know, um, that we're all one, that we're all connected. We're all part of this human race and we should be more loving and we should be more tolerable. And, and to your point, you know, love each other now and not, you know, trying to mourn and, and, and cry for, uh, for our souls when, they, when they're no longer um, in the present uh, in, in human capacity. So I think um, the ego definitely plays a huge part of the way our society now has been so downtrodden um, with so much, you know, death and, and, and immoral, you know, behavior. I, I, I don't know what we can do to get it back. I mean, you know, what do you think? I just think the present consciousness of us all is so low right now. We just, we just really need to raise our awareness and know that we are so much more than these material um, egotistical attributes that we're displaying those are the wrong attributes that we should be honing in on i agree with you in essence as it seems now that a lot of people are more preoccupied with themselves feeling themselves promoting themselves and there's nothing wrong with being proud of yourself there's nothing wrong with promoting yourself um there's nothing wrong with you being your biggest cheerleader because, I mean, if you don't support you, then who is going to support you? But it's important that you have enough consciousness to know that other people matter just as much as you do. And it's important that you take steps to keep your ego in check and be able to see things from other people's point of view. Your point of view isn't always the best point of view. And a balanced, conscious person is able to acknowledge that. 
Yeah, I agree. And I think that if you are, you know, present in that consciousness uh, of love that I was saying, then all the possessions of love is going to overtake, you know, you are going to uh, value other people, you are going to, um, you know, not have a self loathing, right type of attitude, but it's all it's going to be geared to helping others and love, right, you're going to empower yourself because you know empowering yourself is going to give you the ability to power someone else. It won't just be all self-driven. Um, so I think that's that's where we got to get to as a, hum, a human, um, you know, as humanity. We need to get get to that level where we're all in that same harmony of thought. Um, because if we are, then there won't be any room for anything else because we're all going to be, um, you know, in the same wavelength of mind right and 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 understanding each other um and there won't be any room for you know uh judgment because you, how can i judge you if i am if i see you as myself you know that that mirror is going to be instantly reflective you know i won't be able to cast judgment on you if i don't want to be judged so i'm not going to judge anybody you know um I'm not going to reject you or your principles or values because then that mirror again is going to be flipped and I'm going to see you and I'm going to see me in you. Right. And I'm not going to, you know, reject you because I don't want to be rejected. So I think that is where we have to get to where this ego is, you know, uh, done in a way that we can um, see ourselves in reality more positively you know, the ego is there to protect us. It is formulated from birth, you know, um, to give us our personalities. Um, but what's, what's taught to us um, that further forms that ego into either a good or a bad is what we see in the media, um, you know, TV, the news, all of this killing and everything. Everyone is, again, so unhappy, you know, but there are people like us you know, Coco with full hands, you know, that want to share, you know, how do you get full hands? And part of that, you know, is um, killing your ego. Because if you walk around and you think you're better than everybody and, and you think that you deserve better and no one else does, um, then your hands are not full. They're actually empty because you don't, you don't care about any, anybody, anyone else. And that's not the way to go about um, having full hands. So you're always going to be in an empty handed situation because you're not going to have anybody who wants to be around you. You're not going to have love and support. Um, and so to avoid an empty handed situation, the ego definitely must die. That is true. And always remember humble don't stumble. Egos true. trip, but humble don't stumble. I like it. <laughs> you always have the cutest little sayings. <laughs> I love them. <laughs> they make me laugh. That's a good thing, but that's true. You know, that is so true. And humility is one of the, you know, principles that, you know, um, Jesus talked about. And this is not a religious podcast. So just because I mentioned Jesus does not mean that other, you know, um, viewpoints on religion is not acceptable or we don't study and talk about tonight we just talking about Jesus and what he talked about is in humility and the lessons that he learned um uh, taught rather and um one of the things that I personally 
have been doing to check my own ego because baby when I say you ego you got a big ego (laughs) (laughs) baby Beyonce she wrote that song about me you know she we she we me and her the same age so she must knew in her sub you know her consciousness when they was writing that song baby she was like okay Vonda I wrote this just for you girl but that was me you know um I I really did have a huge ego and I still do. I'm not going to lie. Like, I love myself, you know, but it's in a it's in a way that my ego now is not looking down on someone else. I'm not trying to be better. Not that I ever was, but it was so it was so subconscious. Like, I didn't know that that's what was coming off. You know what I'm saying? Like, I didn't know that that was the type of vibe that I was giving until I really started to sit back when I started my spiritual journey, when I started my, you know, conscious elevation um, is where I really had to get that ego in check. Because if I didn't get that ego in check, then I couldn't move my elevation of mindset uh, to my spiritual awakening because the ego was always in control. The ego uh, uh, kept me in a reason, you know, trying to rationalize things or trying to think from my own perspective when I was trying to think from the creator's perspective. So it is, it is something that we all have to do. Um, one thing that helped me was meditation, um, you know, really uh, stepping back and putting myself in the other person's shoes. Um, that helped me, especially on the job, you know, Um, When you're in these empty handed situations and you can't stand your manager or you can't stand your director, you know, and you are just living and everything irritates you and that person you can't stand. And every time you go home, you spewing all these hateful thoughts and things and everything. Um, And I was doing that. And then I realized that, Avanda, you can't be that way because what if the tables were turned? Would I want someone or someone that was, you know, up under me from a, you know, hierarchy management position? Would I want them thinking these things of me? One, I would never act like this person. But, you know, could I do something that could aggravate someone else? I really had to internalize all these things and see what I was putting out there to draw this type of behavior from that manager or director or whoever, boyfriend, girlfriend, not that I had any girlfriends, but you guys know what I'm saying. Um, I just wanted to clarify that before any ideas got thrown around. Um, But what I'm saying to that effect is, doesn't matter what situation you're in, whether it's personal relationship with your husband, with your boyfriend, with your girlfriend, with your wife, or in your professional situation with your business partners, with your employer, with your employees, right? Move your ego out of the way and really understand where that person's coming from so that, you know, the spiritual, um, the whole level of consciousness can awaken inside of you and you can project the best part of yourselves. And in return, you are going to get the best part of someone else. That was profound for me. And when I started doing that cocoa, I mean, things started to turn for me. You know, um, I really started to get more out of situations. My hands became fuller because I wasn't being selfish when I did things. You know, even if I knew someone wasn't going to do the same thing unto me, I would still give myself unconditionally out of love um, to that person. And, um, you know, it's like, it's, it's one of the things where you just have to 
to grow. And that is really the hardest part is, you know, killing that, killing off that ego to really raise that um, conscious, uh, that level of consciousness in yourself. I agree. Um, Basically, it takes a bigger person to do what you feel is right without expectation. So once you let go of, I'm going to do this for you because I'm expecting this in return. Once you let go of that and you just do what feels good to you, you don't look for anything in return because your blessings will always come from a higher source. So it does not matter if you do something kind for someone and you get nothing in return because your blessings on the way. It always will be. Um, And a big part of growth, and as far as for me, the older I got, the more control I got of my ego. Sometimes humbleness goes farther than your ego. But don't get it twisted. I am humble, but I am well aware of what I bring to the table. Let's not get that twisted. Don't get it twisted. We bought don't, the table. Don't, don't, don't get it twisted. <laughs> don't get it twisted because I brought the table with me. Yeah. But, but I am humble enough to let you sit down and eat with me. Okay. Now, at my table that I brought. At the table that you bought. All right. Okay. So I'm just saying, once I learned to humble myself. I noticed a tremendous change in things because sometimes we don't realize our ego projects off certain images and impressions of ourselves that may not be accurate. Yeah. But the ego is often louder than actions. So being able to check that ego, have a little humbleness and humility, and just really start to see things from someone else's perspective is is very necessary because I feel like death of ego is a rebirth in a way. Yeah. It is. Your ego needs to, to go in order for you to be born as that light as that gift that you are. Yeah, it is. It is that is a great way to put it. It is a rebirth, right? Once you kill off the ego, then what awakens and what arises is a new personality. I mean, you're going to draw all of these great things to you. And I am only speaking from experience. You know, I still have some work to do in this area. I think that this is something that um, is the next progression of my consciousness and awareness. Um, is to continue to dial back that ego because it is a protection. You know, I mean, it kicks on when you feel threatened. Your ego immediately says, uh-uh, I got it. Don't worry about it. You know what I'm saying? It pumps, it pumps up. It, it puts you in positions to, to, to defend yourself so that you don't get hurt. And once you realize that if you go into situations and you meet people where they're at in their mental consciousness level then there is no reason for you not to um, love them because you actually want to love them more because they're struggling with with gaining their consciousness like they're they're struggling with killing their own ego so you understand you know and I think that that is that for me was is key growth 
uh, with my age, um, just with some things that are happening in my life, um, things that I've been through. Um, and then when I sit down, meditate for understanding, and I realized that it was all me. <laughs> like a lot of this stuff was because of me, my, my need to control, my need to, you know, have this, um, um, I was so intolerable, right? I was so intolerable um, for on certain things. Um, I have the, um, you know, I am, I was born in the stars of the Libra. And so um, the Libra is represented by scales. Um, and, you know, if you tip the scales to the left, that is, that's, that's out of balance. And um, sometimes those scales will go left so quick. And it was hard for me to then come back to balance out. I mean, I would just cut you out, you know, and uh, am I wrong for some of those cutouts? Absolutely not, because some things need to just be cut off period, you know, get rid of it. But some things I wish that I had the level of awareness that I do now that I would have been a little bit more understanding, been a little bit more easy um, because when tough situations then reverse and boomerang back on me, I was seeking that same compassion that I wasn't willing to give someone else. So I think for me, that was the biggest lesson of killing my ego, um, uh, of, of bringing it down to a more uh, tolerable level, um, <laughs> um, and so to speak, um, that allowed me to have compassion for people the same way that I would want it if the situations were turned. Um, and that's where real humbleness begins, in my opinion. Absolutely. Absolutely. I agree with everything that you said. And I also um, have a few pointers on how to balance and understand um, others and efforts to help keep our egos under control in order to help facilitate healthier relationships um, with anyone that you come in contact with. Because a big ego can result in empty hands if you don't know how to manage it. With anything can wow. lead to empty hands if not managed properly. So I just wanted to share a few things that you can do that will help in efforts of keeping that ego in check so we can continue to have full hands and be blessings to others. So the first thing that I have is don't interrupt others. Um, it's always good to hear anyone out when you're having a conversation, whether you agree or disagree. It's always important that you hear them out. It never hurts to hear what someone has to say because you might hear something that would be beneficial to you if you gave mm -hmm. it a chance. Very true. Um, the next thing is really focus on understanding the other person. And, you know, people often say you fear what you don't understand or some people hate what they don't understand. Um, 
And once you take the initiative to really understand what's being said, it could change your whole perspective of a person, of a situation, once you are able to let your ego down so you can have your comprehension up. Love it. So that that's another one. Um, suspend judgment. I don't know about you, but it doesn't matter who I come in contact with. I never judge anyone because to be honest, I don't know what you've been through, how you got here, your story. I don't know any of that. Mm -hmm. So I'm in no position to judge you. I'm going to accept you as you are when you're in front of me. So judgment kills a lot of things before they can even start. Yep. And it keeps your hands empty. It does. It really does. Yep. And the next one is do not think about your response while the other person is talking. If I'm thinking about what I'm going to say while you're saying it, am I really receiving it? Am I getting a chance to process and understand what you're saying if I'm working on my rebuttal? A response. You know, friend, what they used to call that active listening skills. Remember in elementary? <laughs> yes. Yes. Some of us were better listeners than others. <laughs> and it says, do not automatically advocate your views in your first response. And depending on the conversation or how passionate you are about what's being said, sometimes you feel compelled. Like, I've got to get my point across. I've got to say it. This is what I'm feeling. But not your first response. It can be your second response. But don't just go straight in advocating your views you know reiterate what was just said and discussed or what you got out of that before proceeding to go along with your views yeah I think that's good advice um Coco because I've been in those situations and I've done that you know you're just so ready not that you're not listening you're just so excited about what you have to say and that's that ego again not yes. acknowledging what the other person just said. So that is great advice. And I definitely am going to remember that um, because that's something that I always have to work on. I think that we do it to each other without knowing it because we're just so comfortable. But I think that, you know, even in professional settings or when you're just getting to know someone or when you know your mate or whoever, you know, um, one of the things I hear in relationships, oh, I want to feel acknowledged. Oh, I want to feel like I'm being heard. And that's really one way that you could hear somebody, just hear them, you know, and and just say, you know, a good way I've done this in the past is, like you said, paraphrase, like, did I, so what I just heard you say, you know, acknowledge that you heard them and that their voice does matter. And that's amazing because that's the next point. It's ask oh. questions to make sure you understand the other person. Uh, you see, I got an A in active listening class. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> but I mean, it's, it's necessary because you want to make sure that you're understanding things properly before you open your mouth and you speak on something that was not addressed. So it's exactly. always good to have clarification 
because you want to make sure that you're both on the same page. And it, you also touched on the next one is ask whether you can paraphrase what the other person said to make sure that you heard them correctly. So there's a, a pattern here, which is making sure that you're hearing the other person correctly. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. you don't want to go giving a statement that is completely irrelevant to what was said. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Jumping to conclusions, talking about stuff that's not relevant exactly. to the topic at hand, bringing up old stuff that we're not even talking about today. So absolutely. I'm right there with you. Exactly. And the last one is really try to understand the reasons the other person believes what they believe. Like, mm-hmm. how did you come to this conclusion? Yeah. What and when you do that, I'm sorry, go ahead. Oh, go See, ahead. look at that. Look at that. Look at that. No. Like, like what factors, you know, did you use to come to the conclusion? Like what contributed to your decision-making process that got us to this point? Yeah, I, I am right there with you. And I think, you know, for us, and, you know, we are um, not in the same place, right? So when we're recording this podcast, just for some insiders, like, you know, we make the magic happen, you know, um, and it's, we have a little lag, you know, um, and if, you know, if you're talk, done talking and I'm thinking that there's some silence, but you're not, you know, so those things, I think those are, are okay, little instances. So as people are hearing this, it's not that I'm trying to overtalk you or you're trying to overtalk me, that, that's, a, that's a technology thing, right? We're not talking about that. What we're talking about here is to really understand when you are talking to someone face-to-face, to, to allow them to feel um, heard. And like, like, I, like I said just a moment ago, and I think that's all we really want. You know, the whole world is screaming just to be heard by somebody. I don't care who heard me, just somebody listen to me, hear me, acknowledge me. And I think that's where, you know, the ego, once you lose that, you will be able to do that for anybody that you come in contact with. You won't be in such a race to always get there first because you are you already know your destiny is yours. And no matter if you get there now or later, it's it's not going to change where your destiny, your true purpose of your life. So I think you can then enjoy it better. I know I enjoy my life better now because when I do come across with people, um, I feel that I I don't, you know, I don't have to to always be um, on edge you know, when I'm around people. And I feel like that was a projection of my own inner self. I was always on edge. I, I'm an over. And I had to always be first, you know? And that was something that I always got good. I got great, uh, good grades. I just always had to be first. And I kept that throughout my whole entire life until I got on my spiritual journey about four years ago after uh, my divorce. And after that divorce, I just really learned that, you know, I needed to um, love myself. And in turn, once I started to love myself and I found myself and I found my voice and I started listening to my own voice, that allowed me then to allow other people to speak and listen to other people's voices too. So, yeah, that's to the ego. Beautiful. I say... Today, if you haven't already done so, 
we are laying egos to rest and I promise tomorrow you will feel reborn, refreshed, rejuvenated, renewed, and full-handed once the ego has been put to rest. I agree. Well said. And with that, that is our show for today. I hope that you guys found our tips and our real life approaches to these everyday situations. Um, very valuable. I know we enjoy bringing this to you. And so, um, yeah, if you guys have any questions, please feel free to email us your empty handed situations. Or if you want us to give you a shout out on your full hand situation this week um, that you want someone to hear you and acknowledge you for definitely hit us up at no empty hands one that's no empty hands plural one at gmail.com or hit us up hit us up and follow us on ig at no.empty.hands um yeah on instagram and um we'll be bringing you more of these tips and tricks to everyday life situations to full hands and avoiding empty hands i am your girl nova kane and i'm your girl coco until next time guys peace and blessings bye bye